Hey friends, it's season five of the official Do Good Better podcast, and every Thursday we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, a, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word Do Good Better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So... Contact Brady Marts to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And sometimes those individuals who are going to help us do good actually run small and medium-sized nonprofits themselves. And that's what we have for you today. I am ecstatic to welcome uh, our brand new friend, Jason Varga. He is the executive director of the uh, Cause Collective out of Lincoln, Nebraska. Jason, welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you so much, Patrick. I'm excited. I've been listening to your podcasts and I'm really happy to be here. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. And I think maybe we'll start here. If uh, individuals are scrolling through iTunes and Spotify and YouTube and they come across Jason Barton for Cause Collective, this sounds very interesting. But they not, may not, not know everything about what you do. Let's tell them 5,000 foot view, uh, who you are, what you do and why we're talking today. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I have been in the nonprofit business for a couple decades. Uh, not, I think I'm going to stop counting after today, but Smart. quite a while. I've enjoyed all of it. I started in first half was doing direct service with refugees and immigrants and knew nothing about nonprofits before that and just fell in love with that field and felt like that's how I can give back to the community is being in the business of nonprofits, whether it's direct service or what I'm doing now as executive director. Uh, which I've been for five and a half years at Cause Collective. I love that too. It's really the best agents agency for me because it's all about making those connections, uh, networking, building that trust. And it, it's just been, a, uh, I've been fortunate because I'm at the center. Uh, one of the things I love doing is connecting the people and getting someone who's new to someone who's been there for a while and getting that personal advice. I'm in the middle of all that, right? So I have I have no reason to fail. I have special access to uh, 
experienced people that are kind to me and give me their time. So that motivates me. That's what gets me excited to stay in the field. And that's kind of part of what Cause Collective does. Well, talk to me a little bit more about Cause Collective. How did it start? Um, what's the kind of main function outside of connecting individuals within uh, you know, the nonprofit realm? Um, you, need, uh, you and I got stuck in an elevator and there's a, definitely an emergency and a fire. And I'm just going to ask you the question, what on earth do you guys do? That's a great question, and I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, our mission is to stre- strengthen nonprofits to better serve the community through collaboration, education, and advocacy. Uh, one of my favorite phrases to apply to Cause Collective is, the better we know each other, the better we work together. And I like to think that actually has two meanings uh, for us. One is it improves improves the efficiency of our services and we none of us can solve any of our issues alone uh substance abuse homelessness mental health all those are interconnected um so the better we know and understand our own services and what we provide the better those people are going to get served in all those areas so that's where under collaboration kind of the networking comes in we have a newsletter we have monthly meetings and we have a facebook networking page where nonprofits go and say, hey, I've got this job opening. Or a good example I like is we have a place called the Clinic with a Heart in Lincoln, and they had started providing some dental services, and they just blasted it out on our channels. And uh, I have to give credit to Lincoln. I'm proud of our city, and I think we do that well. I like to think that Cause Collective enhances that and maintains that spirit of sharing and keeping those services efficient. And the focus on why we're here, which is to make the community better. Second reason is, oh, sorry, uh, is trust and moral support by knowing each other, being face-to-face in those member meetings, Mm. barring a pandemic, uh, but getting to know each other, building that trust really drives and supports that spirit of, of working together and trust and that competitiveness that we know we all have, but in a good way in supporting that way. I love that about this group is that I think in the nonprofit world, we get really uh, obsessive about keeping things to ourselves. We don't want to give away trade secrets. We don't want, we don't want to let anyone know about our donors or what activities we're doing and share our sponsorship kits or whatever. And it's never been the really great way that nonprofits succeed, right? It is this rising tide that helps all ships. If you have one group of organizations that are doing really well fundraising or event wise, you want to emulate them. You want to you want to use their momentum to help your momentum build, and that helps and collaborates with everybody else's as well. This is a real good example of what abundance mindset looks like in the nonprofit world. And so, for that, I give you uh, extreme kudos for because that is something that I think we all need to embrace, rather than like kind of keep your hand uh, at arm's distance length of like well, I don't really want to share all of these things. So I really appreciate that. And in your time as executive director, and as you're watching all these collaborations and meetings happen, I'm sure they've stumbled across uh, one or two uh, stories that kind of make sure that um, when you have overwhelming amount of work to do, and it just seems like, uh, you know, being in a nonprofit world is the, the craziest idea you've ever come up with, is what's one of those stories that you go back to every time of like, this is why we do what we do. And this is what I will remember if I ever need that little 
nudge forward as it pertains to uh, what you do at your organization? Yeah, that's that's a good one and, and, a, and a tough one. Um, there's probably a few examples. One I can think of now is, uh, and, and it's still something we're definitely working on. It's still new to us, but I think we're making some ground on it. Um, about a year ago or so, we launched a page on our website, which I uh, call the board matching page. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we're on similar forums on, on Facebook and platforms where um, we hear a lot of stuff about challenging boards and working with boards. In fact, you had a wonderful guest on recently, I think, had, had addressed that too, mm-hmm. which is, I loved listening to her. She was very inspiring. And that exists everywhere. And that's natural. That's not a, a failure on anyone's part. You know, we're all struggling to find good board members. We're all struggling to get them to understand what their roles and responsibilities are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just we just saw a lot of that. And I, uh, sadly, you know, there's nonprofits, I think, that may close down because of that. They can't find good board members or they just eventually dwindle away. So I, I hate seeing that happen because I know there's people out there in the community uh, and I know there's great uh, nonprofits. We, all our members are great nonprofits, right? How do we? How can we help facilitate getting them together? Um, so uh, we got some uh, funding from a local foundation called Lincoln Community Foundation that was really supportive of this. We made uh, one. We made that board matching page, and all our members can submit an opening they have on there. Um, Two, we provide free board 101 trainings to all our members. So, hmm. uh, and this is it, it, with help of a friend we just talked about earlier, uh, Trey. Uh, I got my uh, board certification of education from Board Source, and that helped me feel more confident in the uh, information I'm I'm imparting. Uh, we're also working with a group, local work group in Lincoln to. Uh, kind of adjust that board training, targeting people that may not be as familiar with nonprofits or boards, or just feel that uh, I have no idea what a nonprofit is. I can't be on a board. I'm not qualified. And I respectfully disagree. They're great people down there. We want to get deep into the community. Uh, We all need experienced people and, you know, bank presidents and important people. That's an important source for board members but we also need those we serve on the boards and we also need community members that just aren't aware and think with the little training you know it those roles and responsibilities are important right but it's not rocket science either if we give you a little bit of training we want to encourage you and help you understand with this and this and this yes you absolutely would be a wonderful nonprofit board member let's connect you and that aligns perfectly with our mission uh, in collaboration or networking, more so in this sense with my members and the community, getting them together. But that's, uh, I think, may always be a challenge or a challenge we want to put out of business, so to speak, right? But I love being a part of that. And and we're making some ground. Um, I've presented now just this year to three different uh, uh, for-profit businesses, and we've had a couple of successful board matches with that. Uh, we did a, a, a board fair with a bank and I did the training for two groups of them. And we've got a couple of successes. I've had a couple of our corporate supporters from Cause Collective see the board match page uh, through a, a community newsletter. And she emailed me and I was just, I know that's one example, but I was just over the moon that say, okay, this can work. <laughs> Let's make this work. 
So I think, I think one of the one of the most audacious goals is to eliminate uh, unprofessional boards from our our nonprofit realm, and and it's not anybody else's fault. You're not taught, you know, uh, process procedures in the in in the in a board role, and you're not taught to get out of the detail work of organizations. And that simple little thing that you're providing and allowing that people can be aligned with organizations that they'd be really good to share their perspective and their leadership roles um, is, is fantastic. And I think that leads to the next question, which is um, part of running a collective like this, where you have such a diverse amount of nonprofits and, and businesses who want to do good, there's bound to be a challenge or two that you've experienced, and even outside of a pandemic role to meeting face-to-face. Is there something that's been, uh, that, that you've had um, at, at your organization that was, when I didn't expect that to come. And then how did you get out of it? How did you um, solve the challenge that you had? Uh, hitting me with another good question. Yeah. Right. It's, it's uh, kind of the name of the game here. The official. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, there's, there's, for me personally, there's lots of, of challenges. And I think it's that uh, return on an investment. Mm. It's a great one. uh, For us. We, again, we have, I, I believe and not because of me, but I believe in Lincoln, we have really, high percent of nonprofits that belong and, and understand that. But sometimes when I go out to ask new nonprofits or they have questions mm-hmm. about joining, uh, you're not necessarily getting a direct uh, return on your investment dollar for dollar. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you are because of our corporate sponsors might be given a discount, but I'd never say that, it, you know, you're going to get yeah. guaranteed to get that. And I wouldn't right. do that, but uh Nonprofits are always struggling, like you said, despite COVID and a pandemic. Mm-hmm. They're always pinching pennies, and I, as am I. That's what we do. So, my I think my biggest challenge is, is honing the message as a collective, as, as a director for a collective, and saying, "This is why it's worth your money." I, I think that's a challenge. With, yeah, and I think that's a challenge with every nonprofit too, isn't it? I mean, they they yeah. know internally how to talk about it to themselves. But then when you get into that external, like, Hey, give me a sales pitch on why we should either give to your nonprofit or join your organization. It's kind of where I think, um, how do you add value and what's your value stack? Uh, how can you afford not to join or not to give or not to make impact for this organization? That's usually the, the place, uh, where we start. And that I think is, um, really in your sweet spot to be honest, is mm-hmm. there's no other place doing what you were doing and Absolutely. how you connect individuals the way that you do to empower them to make great decisions, feel like they're supported, et cetera. I think everybody in Lincoln needs to join your crew. That's a fact, Jack. And in your time as you're an executive director and you're working with this, you probably have come across uh, a couple of tips or tricks of people who that you can use or that you've used in the past that have just been awesome. So if somebody's listening to this and they've got a, either a collective they've joined or they're thinking about uh, uh, creating a collective or they're just a general nonprofit curious to see what other leaders are doing, what's a tip or a trick that you can give nonprofits listening today that might help them do good better? Absolutely. Uh, I would not claim to be 
uh, expert or, or good at this, but what I have learned that works the best is a little bit of common sense, but I, I, I think it's so important. I want to reinforce it. And that is the face-to-face time. Mm-hmm. Again, earlier I talked about building that trust. I have learned that works so well, not just with corporate sponsors, but with nonprofits, with the community, sitting with someone, seeing them, even if you can do video is better than, than a phone call, but don't expect a new member or a, a new sponsor from an email. Unless you're sending out 10 million emails, sure, you're going to get point, I don't know that, that's data, but 0.1%, right? But when, especially when you're looking at a local agency or working with people, spend that 15, 30 minutes uh, wherever they want to go, coffee shop, you know, their office, and sit with them and talk to them. That's what builds that trust. Uh, I met someone this morning as a perfect example. Uh, she's a new interim ED for a former member. And uh, jokingly, I say to my to everyone, the first one's free at, at Cause Collective. So you can come to an executive director roundtable, which is a chance just to uh, release and vent with your peers and your situation, give and get advice. You can come to a member meeting. This person came to a round table and met those peers and said that was that's worth it right there. If I can come once a month to be with them, ask some advice, get stuff off my chest, I'm in. And that's what sold that person. And I have more members join that come to a member meeting or service in person or meet those people. I, I again, I'm not tracking that. I probably should track that. But I a would good say KPI, 90, my friend. That is yeah, for sure. I know. Uh, conversion rate. Uh, I would yeah. say 90%. If they get to see the collective together or have a, a meeting with me in person and I can tell them, here's your ROI. There's no better. Yep. Yeah, there's no better piece of advice um, than getting in front of and showing through your eyes and your smile and your passion about what organization you represent, what you're trying to fund, what impact you're trying to make. You cannot hide across the table and people can smell out BS a mile away when it's coming to how authentic you are. It's one of the best pieces of advice we've heard on the podcast. My friend, I appreciate you. And if somebody's listening and said, I don't really, do I want more advice from Jason? But I clearly want to join his collective and I want to give him money to continue doing all these things. How on earth do people find you to do those exact same things? Great. Thank you. Our website is causecollectivelincoln.org. That's the best place, but you're welcome to call. My office is 402-441-4399. My email is director at causecollectivelincoln.org. And I welcome that first contact in any of those forms, but uh, especially if you're a Lincoln nonprofit and you haven't heard of us, you know, reach out. I would love to sit with you. That Don't skip on the face-to-face or the trust building. It, it'll never work out. So if I'm always happy to do that. If you're especially in Lincoln, get into the show notes below and click. If you don't live in Lincoln, but you still want to connect with somebody who is really, I think, onto something as far as developing you know, group, uh, collective, uh, uplifting, rising all ships sort of mentality, 
go and follow Jason anyway. And while you're at it, why don't you just finish this podcast you like and you share and you comment and give a five star. This is a great podcast. You get meet people like Jason should do that. So make sure you uh, share with your friends about how awesome this is because you get to meet people like Jason and realize how awesome they are. Jason Kent, uh, thank you enough for being uh, a uh, a show guest today, but be really for what you're doing. It's really setting a benchmark for, I think, what organizations across the United States should be doing in developing uh, groups like yours. You're a rock star. Awesome to have you on. And thank you so much for being a guest on the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Listen, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesome or a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code podcast. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer, and I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.